0: Got the weekend all sorted out. Slide in the DM so you can pull up. It's gonna be all night. I promise me you won't get tired. We can watch a throwback. What's going on, y'all? It's your man, Gerard Kino. Thank you for checking out the podcast. It's supposed to be a different podcast. I don't know what episode number this is. I'm going to probably leave that out. But today's episode... <laughs> today's episode, um, you guys are in for another treat. We're going to be speaking with uh, another full-sale grad. We actually graduated together. His name is Peter Feliciano. Man, okay, listen. Well, let me just say his full name. Peter Feliciano. All right. My man, he's gonna tell tell you some more stuff about him. Uh my man, the boy is dope. The boy is dope, man. My man's dope. Um, he was actually the uh salutatorian of our uh degree program of audio production. I feel away. Cause I wanted <laughs> I wanted <to> either <laughs> I wanted to either I was like, if I can't get valedictorian, I wanna be salutatorian. And I never told you he was like, I got like a three point, I was like, dang! <laughs> yeah in my head. I was like, shoot, let me, let me figure out something. So I did some extra credit mm. for I did like the, the seminar thing. Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah, like, let yeah, me yeah, yeah, watch yeah. them seminars. Let me do the paragraph, like write my little paragraphs. I'm like, yeah, that's gonna put me at least to like close to like a three point nine, cause it's gonna boost my grade up for another grade. I got one grade, I put it at a b uh, at an A. Man, that thing put me at like a three point. It wasn't that bad. I had a 3.79, and then it went to a 3.82. And I was like, all right. Well, maybe once we want these last two classes, are will boost it. Man, it went to a 3.8. I was like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, God, it But at the same time, in the same breath, I was happy. Because I was just like, you know what? These guys, what I what I noticed, especially in this last semester, is that we have some phenomenal classmates. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, uh, Jeremy. Um, uh, oh, Joe Joseph, jo- <laughs> Joseph. Hey, Joseph would have been valedictorian. Uh uh, was it Leon? Mm-hmm. Uh he would have been valedictorian, but he got sick. I don't know if you remember him talking about that when we were in Florida. He said he got sick and had COVID or something, something with him messed him up and like kind of like set him back. Okay. So he, had like a, so he had like a low grade in one of the semesters. Doesn't
1: count. Edit. It doesn't count. I, uh. still, I still get all the credit. In fact, I'm coming for Jeremy. I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to Full Sail.
0: Oh, get out of here. <laughs> so speaking of that, um, I'm, I'm, um, what I was thinking was, and I, I'm saying this publicly, we had talked about it. And I'm trying to get more people. They said they were down. I was like, you know what? Let's make life easier. Let's uh, just release the stuff that we did for our last semester, right? And we just make, like, uh, instead of doing, like, a mixtape, we're just going to do, like, a playlist. Mm -hmm. And for one, I was talking to Jeremy about this, and we were both kind of like, well, I don't understand why Full Sail never thought about just making a playlist for audio production or even any other recording arts, right? Audio, music, or audio production, music production, or even, uh, what is it, recording? Recording arts, like, the the students that graduated, hey, let's, do, let's like, showcase... I'm like, y'all showcase everything else except for something with music. You know what I'm saying? Or even sound design. But as far as, like, the majority of us, we did stuff with music. But in any case, we're going to be talking about graduating. We're going to be talking about our experiences with school. We'll talk about other things uh, prior to school, outside of school, after school, or whatnot. But uh, Peter... Tell us a little bit about, oh, he's a podcaster, too. He is an artist. Uh, he's a musician. He plays the guitar. And at least that's what I saw. He has a phenomenal voice. No homo. He has a phenomenal <laughs> voice. And man, my man is dope. He blew, pause, well, I'm about to say this. He blew me away. Pause, pause, pause. But he blew me away. Like, I, I heard him sing, and you guys had to this I don't think it's no relation, but there's this guy. His name is Jose Feliciano. And when I heard Peter sing, I instantly said, yo, yup, you sound like this guy. And it was like no relation. You just sound like him. Mm. So anyways, Peter, tell us about yourself, bro. Thank you very much. And welcome much. to the podcast. Thank you yes, very sir. much. And I must say, yeah, the man.
1: music I've heard of yours is phenomenal. Why oh, man. it's, it's, it's the new wave of RB man. I'm telling you, like you oh, have. Oh man, don't you do have, that. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is okay to cuss. Yeah, okay. you got it. Yep. Um, and because uh, I know it's your show, it's not about you know. But um, mm-hmm. you know, your people. yeah, no, I I think I think, it, and it's it's not just it's not just enough to be like uh, confident or like you know mm. believing in ourselves like. It's yeah. it's legit. Like I really am really good. And you really are really good. And you gotta, you gotta, it's it's mm. not just the woo-woo stuff of like believing in yourself. You have to be, you have yeah. to to express and 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 uh um exercise that muscle, you know. And yeah. um yeah. yeah. So I appreciate your music as well, man. And I'm looking forward to oh, the, man, the stuff you. we do together. Listen,
0: um l- hold on real quick. Do it. I meant it. If you need me to, if you go travel somewhere and you want me to background sing for you, let me know. I will
1: gladly do it. Okay. I, I could see you. I could see you as like a four top, one of the tops. <laughs> Shut up. Well, well yeah. oh, <laughs> Do a lot of this. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, yeah. To this. Yeah,
2: dude. The, yeah. Do the oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man.
1: Oh, but man. anyway, um, yeah. So I'm a musician. I'm a singer songwriter. Um, my dad uh, is a Grammy winning horn arranger uh, uh, and uh, or Grammy You didn't Grammy, tell me Grammy that Grammy part. You didn't
0: tell me the Grammy part. Grammy nominated, yeah,
1: horn arranger. He. You didn't tell me that the last time we like actually. He's and an met incredible for song. right. He's he's a Boricua from Brooklyn and and he plays oh, uh wow. trombone and a bunch of other you know horns and teaches around the Bay Area. Um, wow. uh, Rick Feliciano, incredible musician, incredible, like musical mind. Um, and I'll talk mm. more about him in a second, but like, so I grew up with, Google. I grew up with him, um, as well as, uh, as well as, you know, he did John Lee Hooker Jr.'s last three out al- three, four albums. Mm. He's he's worked with Phil Driscoll. He's worked with, uh, Paul Simon, uh, 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 Billy Joel, foreigner I, at a show, uh, shows in, in Long Island back in the day. Well, like he's a prolific, mm. prolific dude. Um, but anyway, so I grew up with him and also my mom, who's a who's a uh, piano teacher and uh, has a very music gotcha. theory mind. So I grew up with, obviously, not just their influence and what they listen to and, and et cetera, et cetera, but also my brothers. I have three brothers, and they're all musical. Um, my older brother is a guitar player, incredible guitar player. My younger brother is an incredible drummer, and my youngest mm-hmm. brother... Uh, is is a great um uh rapper and actually has a really beautiful like wow just his tone in his voice is just really really beautiful um wow. so anyway so i come from a you know we grew up like hansen you know <laughs> making yeah. music and stuff and um i'm being immersed in music and just having that mind for it um yeah when i was i want to say 24 25. Mm -hmm. I had I had been going around like doing a couple of um, I had been doing a couple of, uh, you know, joined bands around the Bay Area in California and and a little bit Mm -hmm. in Portland. But like I had joined like these bands to like try to sing for them, you know, try to like do some metal music, try to do whatever. But I was jumping in on other people's stuff and I kept hitting this wall of, you know, these guys aren't we're not doing anything. Like, we might record Mm. a little bit, like, in our, but it's mostly rehearsal, rehearsal, rehearse, rehearse, and nothing happens. And I just was getting frustrated. My mentor at the time um, told me, you know, like, as far as the complaining thing, you know, you kind of have to shit or get off the pot. He essentially was telling me, like, he he asked, like, can you stop creating? And I thought Mm. about it for a second. I was like, no, no, it makes me crazy. You know, my mind mm-hmm. is always coming up with stuff. You know, yeah, and yeah. and I if I don't try to get it out, I go nuts. And and he said, okay, well then, yeah. well then, shit, or get off the pot, do it on your own. And so I decided, mm. okay, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna practice my acoustic guitar, I'm gonna write a bunch of songs, and I'm gonna start, you know, reaching out to 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 uh, venues to start playing on my own. And for the next for, um, seven, so this was 2011, yeah, and mm. um. For the next, you know, eight years around the Bay Area in California, I, with steadily increasing frequency, I, I, I began performing uh, on my own with my acoustic guitar and my voice. Yeah. I started putting up cover songs on YouTube, um, and got a little bit of traction—not not a ton. In fact, one of mine. Okay. One of mine is little. Well, no, one of mine is one of mine has uh, gotten two of mine have gotten over four thousand views. Um, that's a lot of views. That's dude. a lot of views. Yeah, and, and one of them yeah. is like seven years old. I don't know why, for some reason, wow. it like still is like getting weird. Little anyway. So, yeah. in that time, I was also um, you know solidifying my original music, and uh, I did a GoFundMe in twenty eighteen, twenty seventeen. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a I did a GoFundMe. No, maybe beginning of twenty eighteen. Regardless, I did a GoFundMe to. Um, to uh, get some money together to record my album with a real producer. I had a real producer in mind, Gowan Matthews. Um, we we got um, 1,500 past the goal. So we, we and definitely, you know, uh, people were incredibly supportive of me and I love them to death for that. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, recording an album especially in the Bay Area with like a legit producer and a legit musicians is very expensive. So I blew through all that money on on the album and then sp- it took me, you know, an additional year uh, or maybe 9 months past, you know, spending all that money of, you know, using my own money and getting my own money together. Um because I spent probably 2 2000 of my own dollars on it. Um
2: mm-hmm.
1: well, and more in time regardless. Anyway, we could talk more about how time is money later. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, oh my God, with uh, with the incredible producer Gowan Matthews, I got my album together and uh, I released it back in 2019, September of 2019. Um, really? Yes, sir. And uh, here, okay, maybe I can actually, I can actually, because um, um, like I'm googling stuff, like
0: I googled, I googled your dad. Yeah. Yeah, man, I found him on uh, latinjazz-collective.com.
1: Yep, that's him. Yep, that's him. So this is the album. I'll share the screen real quick. Okay. Because StreamYard's kind of cool with that. Um, (laughs) This is the album. It's on on, uh, Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's on YouTube. Oh,
0: dog. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me follow you. (laughs) Sorry.
1: That'd be good. I didn't
0: know that. So I released this uh, uh,
1: September, August of 2019 that is a picture of okay. me biting my tongue with blood dripping down it's not real blood don't worry um i was always wondering uh, yeah and then uh i was always wondering. yeah it's nine tracks on it some of them are some of them are filthy um some of them are you know uh, so as, as a as a main you know point to the album here let me stop the sh- screen sharing um As a main point to the album, um, people have, you know, my dad, again, who's a music mind and has been in the business for a long, long time, told me I needed Mm. to brand myself. So Mm.
2: throughout
1: throughout my performances throughout the years, people would come up to me and be like, you sound like Jack Black or you sound like Jeff Buckley. And so I decided uh, that's yeah. my brand. I'm going to put Jeff Buckley and Jack Black. It's it's a marriage of Jack Black and Jeff Buckley. Um, yeah. Obviously, Jack Black is Tenacious D, very over-the-top, you know, yeah. kind of blah, blah, blah. Jeff Buckley's very soaring melodies, very, like, yeah. lilty, just very haunting, 90s, you know, serious. Yeah. You know. That dude is dope. That dude is... He's dope. Is well, really actually, good. both of them are dope. Yeah. Um, both of them are dope. And so, yeah, so that was the brand. And, and um, there's a song on it that's flamenco. There's a song on it that is... Um, that is you know one or two that are kind of metal there's one or two that are um you know um uh uh with with violins um there's another or one with a cello and then there's two with horns and my dad the main track that's why you've got haters and I'll share mm. that one as well okay. um so that one <clears throat> is the is the single from the album so yeah that's why you've got haters with me doing all kinds of Looking silly, <laughs> putting in putting in a grill. You
0: are wild.
1: <laughs> Is that like a real grill for real? Like a not grill, a real grill? one. No, I bought all this oh. stuff. I bought all this stuff at like you know a a, a a party a party store for like twenty bucks. You know, a little yachty wig. Not the yachty wig. Not the yachty, yachty wig.
2: Boy.
1: I got not I got into yachty it. Wig. So this song, this was originally a a, a, a track I wrote. Um, so for years I did, I did, um, hooks with rappers around me. The-
2: <laughs> you a fool!
0: <laughs> what was this?
1: <laughs> Listen, I dance how I dance, okay? Stop yelling a bit. Um, no, 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 I, no. I, I'm
0: saying, it was, I know you, it looked like you were being comical. I was just like, bro, Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. Wow. It's a song essentially about shitty rappers. Um, I used to write and hooks, uh, rap, uh, hit, uh, write hooks and sing hooks for rappers around the Bay mm-hmm. Area and actually mm-hmm. around the country. And... Um, and you know, and I've, obviously I'm a big hip hop fan. Um, MF yeah. Doom is my, the greatest rapper of all time. Um, wow. and uh, uh, you know, although I like a lot of New York stuff and a little bit of West Coast mm. stuff, but mostly New York stuff and have gotten, you know, I, I, a lot of the, the people the, the rappers at the time were like, oh, I got haters cause I'm bad. You know, I'm good. You know, blah, 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 blah. That's why people hate. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes, but you, you specifically have haters cause you're a shitty rapper. Like that's why, because people smell wow. that you don't actually care about the music you're creating. You don't actually care about raising the bar. You don't care about mm. love. You don't care about what we're doing here and trying to raise. You know, trying to make good music. You just want to get money. Right. Lil Yachty, let's yeah. be fucking real. By the way, can I rant a, so- a second? Yeah, go ahead. Kodak Black, guess. Jet. You know, uh, 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 Lil Yachty, L- Lil Baby. Even, even though I've never heard any of his tracks, like these guys. If, if if someone went to them, if a company went to them and said, we'll pay you more than what you're making right now, all you yeah. have to do is be in a reality show. You'll have the same amount of fame, the same amount of money, the same amount of clout. You just mm. do a reality show, they would do that. They're not real they artists. Would. They don't really care about music. They
0: don't care. So right? I'm glad that you mentioned that. And I mean, look, man, everybody, I I, I do understand this. Like music is subjective, quote unquote, subjective. <laughs> exactly. Because I've heard some people say, like, this song is whack. I'm like, this is actually really good. Trip. But then they they would prefer trash. When I was teaching, I had a student. He sounds just like this. He sounds like, hey, yo, Mr. Arnold. That's how he sounds. That's his voice. Nice. <clears> hey, <throat> yo, Mr. Arnold. Yo, your music is cool, but you you should make a song about eating butt. I'm like, bro, get <laughs> out of my face. See, that sounds he like my purview. He, he was comical, but... I, he was a funny kid, but I feel like he was like dead. Si- Yo, your video is wild. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he was dead serious. He was like, no, like he's like your music is actually good, mm-hmm. and he's a kid that listens to stuff like that or listens to people glorify getting shot in the face and right. Rico charges. Right. And right. He celebrates that. He he listens to music that glorifies that stuff, but he heard my music and was like, no, it's not bad, Mr. Arnold. But I think that you would get further if you would do this. And this is a kid. And I was like, but that's all they're being shown more that's or less. Right. Even from an RB, I ain't, I wasn't trying to go on this rant. I do blame it. you. Do it. So even from an RB perspective, certain things are being said in RB that's not R&B. You're using the music, but you sound like a hip hop artist when you're singing. Okay. It has nothing to do with RB. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, of course, I love hip-hop, too. But there's certain things that are talked about in hip-hop that is like, okay, you can tell that's hip-hop. And then when you have those same type of lyrics going into R&B, it's like, this ain't R&B. It, it ain't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so it, 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 it essentially goes back to what you were saying. It's certain things. Even They can sing good or they cannot sing good. But it's like something's – it's almost like something's being tarnished. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. when you, so in reference to what you were saying about uh, hip hop, some of the artists are tarnishing the craft because they're just—it's a hustle. So of course, as you said, if they had the chance to be on a reality TV show, they would do that
1: versus rapping. And and this is this is the thing—is I feel like even people who don't know any better, the regular audience, because there's a lot of people who take in music in different ways, right? or yeah, don't even yeah. have it in on in the background i can't listen to mm. music in the background it's it becomes in the foreground mm. for me. but like yeah.
0: yeah but like you're one of those i'm that one of sense. those
1: and uh sorry i'm just i'll stop the video everybody go watch oh no video. you're good that's why you got haters yeah go watch um it. <laughs> and um so i had a uh here let me stop the fucking thing all right um so I feel like even the people who don't take in music or don't care about music can, can mm. naturally sense, can, can subconsciously yeah. sense that people don't actually give a fuck about what they're doing. Now, that doesn't yeah. mean that they wouldn't listen to it, but, may, but they wouldn't be sold on the artist. Why would they mm. be sold on the artist if the artist isn't sacrificing or giving them anything real? They're not giving them anything uh, authentic. They're not giving them anything valuable, Mm. creatively, artistically, talentedly, whatever. So I feel like that's one of the things I said in the show. You know, don't get me wrong. There's always a chance Mm. that everybody around you is jealous, you know, as far as the haters thing, right? But I think you know what you're about. You're just scared the Mm. audience can smell it. Right, you're scared that the audience can smell that I don't give a fuck about them. I don't give a fuck about music. I don't give a fuck about rap. I don't give a fuck about whatever. Right. And I'm lowering the bar to get. Uh, it's the hustle, and now hustle. people are calling me on it. And so I'm gonna act like, yeah, you're, you're just a hater, and you know I'm just better, and I'm just like, no, bro. Nah,
0: <laughs> you're just, you're just not good. You're just not good. You're just not good. But you got a label behind you that's peddling that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, unhealthy food or something like that or something that's right. going to, like, rot your teeth out. Somebody is peddling that. Somebody has the money to peddle that. Right. And they're going to keep shoving it in your face right. until you say, you know what? I'm going to try that. Right. And then you're going to try it and try it and try it and try it or somebody else is going to try it. You're like, well, let me try that because so-and-so tried it or some other famous person or my cousin or my auntie or my mom, or my brother my sister, my homeboy, somebody, somebody I work with, a boss, somebody, da-da-da-da-da. It's like, well, I'm going to try it, too. And now you're being like, uh, ah, it's almost like you're operating as a sheep
1: as a sheep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like, ah. Have you ever come on, man? I almost feel like it's similar to like a um um uh, this guy I had on my show. I'll talk about my show later, but like this guy mm. I had on my show, he had he thought about it in the terms of McDonald's thought. Right. I was
0: thinking about that. Yeah. Actually.
1: When yeah. I've had times <clears throat> where I'm not being good to myself and, and I'll eat McDonald's, right? Because McDonald's is not yeah. real food. But um, right. Where, like, when you eat McDonald's and you're in that mindset, <laughs> you want more McDonald's. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it makes you want more McDonald's. So it's, like, mm. addictive. It's, like, it, 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 you know, you're feeding yourself with, with that nonsense, right? And, right, right. And then, but if McDonald's were to, you know, say some foul shit or, or turn out to be racist or whatever it is, like, there would be, yeah. no, there would be no investment that I have. It would just be a, mm. an addiction and something I'm doing. It would just be this nothing right. real, this 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 something that makes my you know um, taste buds feel something that makes my dopamine sensors go like feel good, mm. like it's not real. There's no substance, right? But right. but right. if you know, but if some amazing place that cooks like in Austin, there's a place called uh, Salt Traders, which I like, and I've had their shrimp and grits, which I un- ooh.
0: Oh, man. Dude, dude. It <laughs> sounds good oh right now. God. What you mean? I'm thinking about driving,
1: you know, 45 minutes to go get it now. But, like, if they if they came out to, like, be in trouble online, I would give them the kind of benefit of the doubt. I'd be like, well, mm. I don't know. You know, well, well, let's see. Because they've given me something substance. They've shown that they care. I feel uh, uh, subconsciously that there's an investment in the craft, at the very least, in the craft that they right. create. It's more of yeah. a, you know what I'm saying? So I feel mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that analogy works all the way. but uh, No, no,
0: it, it makes sense.
1: Yeah. It makes sense.
0: It makes sense. Yo, so, I'm, 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 I'm going to say this one part. Please. Because you mentioned that you you just now mentioned that your dad was a Grammy nominee yeah so all i'm gonna say is this it makes sense about that other story which one uh, the other story with the other uh the other musician that's all i'm gonna say oh the other musician yeah yeah i'm not gonna say it publicly but it makes sense wait the now. story of the story my dad told me that i told you yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it makes now it makes more yeah. sense i'm like that's just weird and random like who is this dude but he's saying that Oh, but in, in one perspective, it's almost in competition with your dad.
1: I think so. Yeah. I think so. I'll, I'll tell you the story. Like... I won't say the guy's name or the or the, okay, or okay. the whatever. So my dad told okay. me this story because I think he actually, uh, if you ever want to, uh, he, he actually, my dad did a, an episode of my show a couple years oh, ago. Oh, did he really? Yeah. He's, right, he's incredible. Um, Rick Feliciano. And his band is called, um, or one of his many projects, uh, is called the Latin Rhythm Boys. Latin Rhythm Boys they've been they've been featured uh-huh. on on all kinds of stuff down in uh, uh, I'm Mexico yeah it, incredible okay. it's like a mix of salsa and hiburo which is like the kind of the the, yeah. the Puerto Rican version of redneck stuff you know what I mean um mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's 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 really 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 good so with the cuatro and all that stuff and anyways okay so go check out Latin Rhythm Boys and my dad Rick Feliciano so my dad tells the story you know, he's con- he's been connected to the scene for a while, right? And he you know wow. he's, in, he's in blues bands and he's in, you know, salsa bands, he's had all kinds of amazing, you know, cumbia and all that whatever. Oh, Actually wow. maybe not cumbia, but um I'm you know, my dad can do anything. But um, This is their site, right? Huh? Uh, yes, yes Uh celebrando, yeah. yeah. Celebrando is the name of the, the album they came out with uh, I wanna say gotcha. uh two years ago. A year and a gotcha. half. Um Okay. Yeah. And they're they're working on new stuff too. But um so he uh <clears throat> he he tells a story about working with, you know, he he's connected to the business so he's connected to all these musicians and he reaches mm-hmm. out to these musicians, "Hey, we've got a festival gig. I need a trumpet player. Let me grab this guy." Okay, we you know, we've got a, a blues gig that's paying X amount of money. Let's go grab this guy and, you know, bring him on, blah blah blah. So mm-hmm. he he brings this guy on that he's worked with before that he, he's not really sure he likes, but they're at a festival. They're at a giant festival and this guy, mm-hmm. who again, he doesn't really like, insists on being, I won't say the guy's, well maybe, I don't know if the, hmm. Let's 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 use a different artist because I know who it is. Okay. Let's let's use a different artist. Let's say uh, because this is not the this is not the guy he says, but Sting, right? So this trumpet player insists on being insists on being I'm Sting's trumpet player, right? Mm -hmm, Even though he mm -hmm. was on an album of Sting's, quote unquote, 20 years ago, he still insists on being called Sting's trumpet player. Like it's very this trumpet player is very full of himself. He's very. stuffy. Mm. He's very like grand, you know, whatever. So he's like, my dad needs, needs a trumpet player for this festival gig, brings him on, blah, blah, blah. And they're at this gig and the crowd is loving their stuff. Right, incredible yeah. salsa meat there, yeah. boom, boom, boom. The crowd is dancing yeah. and going crazy and blah blah blah. And right. the band leader As they should. As they should, the band leader points at the horn section and says, Solo, go, go. You know, because when you're in the midst of a crazy, you're you ride the wave. Yeah. My dad yeah. has been doing this. It's second, it's beyond second nature. It's like first nature for my dad to do this. So he he's like, okay, we got a solo. And and the trumpet player steps steps back and says, I I wasn't paid to solo.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Whoa. Flag on the play. In the middle of a set? In the middle
1: of a set, giant I didn't festival. Know that. Giant festival. The, 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 the crowd is going insane. And this guy's like, I didn't get paid to solo. Right? So my dad's like, Aww. fuck you then. And him and his him and his uh, sax player step up to the plate and they go bop bop and bop kill and, and kill it. And everybody's going even more crazy. Like it's this is the thing. And I used they this story. It was a, they probably thought it was a skit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they, and they I used this. Like,
0: oh, y'all playing that.
1: Right. And I used this story. You know, my dad was, you know, we were talking about when I was doing my album, like, um, you know, I, I was reaching out to a bunch of musicians <clears throat> to do stuff, right? And I, I've worked with musicians <clears throat> over the years and hired them for this and that, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. you know, also worked as a hired gun for, you know, hooks for rappers. So I know what it's like. But, like, my dad on that level was like, listen, I would rather book a trumpet player who's 90 97% than mm-hmm. a trumpet player who's 99% and a piece of shit. Yeah. Right? I'd you rather work with a 97% like an, a good yeah. a really good trumpet player than an amazing yeah. trumpet player who's hard to work with. Right? Right. Yeah. It reminds me of it
0: was I was talking to Angel about this. Uh we talked about you a few times. Nothing but good stuff. Yeah, she cool. um, Yeah, man. Um it was actually Quest Love I believe it was Questlove, it was on his podcast. And this is before Prince died. Uh, Prince asked Questlove something. I think it was Prince. But Quest, I'm trying, yeah, I think it was those two. No, it was somebody else. I feel like it's Questlove. Maybe it was Questlove's podcast and they were talking about somebody else. But in any case, the dude uh, knew Prince and was just like, Prince was looking for somebody, to, a female, to come through and sing some background vocals. Mm-hmm. He knew one chick. Phenomenal, But she really it. So she was like funny acting and all this other stuff going on. And so, you know, she kind of like brushed Prince now. She brushed Prince off. That says a lot that says about a lot. your character.
1: Right.
0: To brush Prince off. Right. What do you mean? And so he was like, all right. So then he hit up this other chick that wasn't as good at, as this other girl, but she was still good. hmm Can do the job. Can hold her bucket of water... Really well mm-hmm. and not wasted, but she wasn't the same caliber, but her character was different. Right. Oh, yeah, sure. You need me to do that? Yeah. Prince was like, Yeah, I like her. Keep her basically keep her coming around. I had to find that pod because I remember when I heard the story, I was like, bro, that's Prince. You fumble. Yeah, that's <laughs> the a, biggest fumble singer. of all time. Like I don't care. Fumble.
1: I, cause I've heard stories too. Like um, I was started listening to this book. I stopped listening to it because it was annoying. Um, the mm. author's, you know. Mm. Um, but anyway, um, I won't go into that. <laughs> but where Prince was, you know, it's legendary that Prince is, is, was difficult. Not difficult, but, like, he was Prince. He's the virtuoso of virtuosos. Like, he's, he, yeah. if he says he wants to come in at 3.30 in the morning, you got to be ready to come into the studio at 3.30 in the morning. It's Prince. It's Prince.
0: And you're going to get paid. Right. That, that you knew you were going to get paid. Like let's let's just keep it a bug. We ain't never heard unless they come out with some other crazy stories later on. Prince ain't never did nobody dirty when it came to money, far as we know.
1: Right, and you were going and to get very paid. specifically fought companies who were doing him dirty over money. That part. You know what
0: that's you what I'm saying. So it's like,
1: yeah, you got to really. That's a fumble. That's a that huge. is a fumble. And it's and that's the thing about that's the thing about pride too, because like you know, there's mm. some people I've worked with. Who, you know, I'll just work with them. Any, it's it's very small amount of people, um, you know. So if you're thinking of reaching out to me for a hook, I'm sorry, I'm I am expensive now. Um, I, I kind of <laughs> price myself out. Is said the prices are the, price, the prices have changed? The prices have changed, <laughs> but there are a few motherfuckers. One of them I'm working with right now. Um, yeah, uh, his name's IMF we 've done tracks together done shows together and he's more of like a family member you know he's like a brother mm. he's like a or not family member brother but he's like a good friend wait IMF? and I've known him yeah he's a he's a, a San Francisco rapper sweet dude wait wait wait
0: is is it, that bumps IMF is it I've never heard of that no okay then it is never mind there's two different people yeah oh, okay, IMF, ahead,
1: the IMF like he's he's a he's a great he's a great rapper and a and a and a, and a, and a really just a solid dude and so I'll never mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna trip about you know, I'm not gonna make it like about prices, like because you're a friend, like you know what I mean, like and and he's a good fucking rapper, and I like you know. But there was another track I did, and I'll I'll, I'll name names. Fuck it, um, because yeah. this motherfucker's not doing music anymore, any anyway. So eat wow. shit. But well, not eat shit. Uh, he was he was okay. But like, here's the thing: yeah. I did a track. I I sang a hook for a rapper in the Bay Area, uh, a San Francisco yeah. San Francisco rapper uh, called Heat. Mm-hmm. And no, we didn't know each other very well, but he was all right. You know, we you know, he was, you know, whatever we'd see each other at shows. I mostly did tracks with his uh, a friend of his. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he needed a singer for uh this big 49er anthem, right? Yeah. And yeah. you know, I knew it was gonna be it was gonna be, you know, uh good to do for my career. Like I I I you know, I wasn't say I wouldn't say like I chased clout or anything like that. But yeah. I knew I wasn't gonna get paid, but I was okay with it because he was friends w- w- with my friends who I actually yeah. really have worked be- with before and I really like whatever. So we did this track and it was okay. It was a good experience. Mm-hmm. I have nothing mm-hmm. to say wrong about mm-hmm. the guy in the process of doing that. But since that, he, and, and really like pretty quickly, not only did I not get paid, which I'm fine, like I knew that ahead of time, but mm-hmm. when it came to like shouting me out, I maybe got mm-hmm. like tagged twice, maybe, maybe, wow. right? Yeah. When I look at mm-hmm. when I looked at the, you know, uh, um, that video has two hundred and forty thousand views on YouTube.
0: Wow. And
1: wow. and I've got I've gotten no love from it. Like it, I I'm in the title.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But like yeah. if I'm not gonna get paid, like if I'm if I'm if I'm reaching out to a dude, right, a rapper, a, a, a feature, whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. and I'm letting them know ahead of time I'm not gonna pay them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm sorry, I'm at least going to big them up as much as I can. Even uh, fucking right. a good example. That's why you've got haters. I did the it celebrated uh, my album celebrated three years old uh, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and when I oh, posted wow. the video clip, I tagged as many people as I could who worked on mm-hmm. it, who performed with me live, who whatever because yeah. it's, I yeah, feel absolutely. like I want to give them love. You know what I mean? So that Bay Area dudes right. or whoever... Hey, if you need a drummer, check out Will Will Jenkins. If you need a drummer, check out Kyle Caprista. If you need a producer, check out P- Gallon Matthews. If you need a singer mm. or a guitar player or a writer, check out Jefferson Berge. Like, to big up these people who not only have... have, have sac- I mean, and I did pay them all, but like... Mm. Or maybe not Jefferson. No, I... Th- anyway. <clears throat> no, I did. I did. I did. But like... No, you good. I, 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 I... Not only did I pay them, but I want to make sure that they... They feel good working with me. Yeah. Right? I want to make sure that they feel appreciated, that they feel seen, that they feel, you know, like this was a solid thing. And so as much as, you know, as much as I can, I've tried to be good to the people I've worked with. And I've gotten maybe tagged twice in that fucking 49ers video when he posted about it years ago. And then since then, I'm in the title, but that's it, you know. And, uh, you know, it it, it felt like, you know, this is... I, and not that I sold my soul, but it was one of those times where it was just like, "What was this even for? What was this even yeah. for?" Yeah. You know, on a, on yeah. a spiritual level, on an emotional, mental level, like we, mm. I deserve better. Yeah. I deserve yeah. good things, and right. You know, if people don't see that, that's not my business. It's Sorry, not my business. it isn't. You know what I mean? And, right. Like we, and people like e- e- even growing up or uh, go, going up in in the business. Like, do you think? Do you think that? Even if whether you like her music or not, right? Do you think that mm-hmm. Gaga or you know, or Erica Badu or whoever the fuck, do you think that they like, well, oh, just pay me whatever, you know, you set the prices and do, do, do. No. They knew yeah. what they had, they knew the voice yeah. that they needed to, they knew the, the, the communication, they knew themselves, right? Yeah and they knew that yeah. they were worth what more. You know what I mean? And so people yeah. Yeah. acted accordingly. You know what I mean? I'm not saying, I've definitely had a couple of times where people like are asking uh, um, irrational amounts or uh, think too much of themselves, especially like, Mm -hmm. you know, where they're at, whatever. But at the same time, you know, if someone is quality, I have no problem. At one time I reached out to this rapper, this rapper friend of mine, or not rapper friend, this rapper I, I like. And I was like, I invited him on the show. And he's like, you know, he's, he's not big, but he's underground big. And I asked, yeah. invited him on the show. <clears throat> and he answered back like, you know, he's like, hey, thanks for the invite. But, you know, when you get, you know, I'm down to do it when you get more followers. Right. Now, I don't, I don't mind that. Number one, because yeah, I know this motherfucker good. and he's kind of a spiky, douchey dude. Right? So, okay. you know, it is what yeah, it is. It is. It is it, That's right. It is but it number is. two, I get that. I would rather get, hey, man, reach out when you have more, you know, whatever. I would rather get that. And he was respectful. Yeah. But, like, I would rather yeah. get that than, like, nothing or, you know, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I would I've, rather. I've had, I had the nothing. I had the nothing right. plenty of times. Right. So it's like, yeah. you know, to be honest, he was right. You know what I mean? I didn't yeah. have enough. Maybe I have enough now, but I don't really want to talk to him anyway. But, like, you know, uh, it.
0: It is what it is. It is what it is. I'm
1: realistic about <laughs> yeah. where I'm at, but I also know yeah. that I know what I create is valuable, um, mm. and and people love it. And so I'm not going to stop, and I'm not going to like uh, 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 denigrate it to to fit you know right. the budget or the ego of some other you know douchebag.
0: Yeah. So let's 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 get into that, man. Uh, so you going to school with with your background? That part I didn't know with your dad. So what made you say, okay, I want to go to full say.
1: Well, first since first, it was it was the pandemic, really. Yeah. I had in my mind I had just moved to New York, like two days mm. before the city got shut down, and and I lost my job, and it was the end of the world, right? Wow. Um, yeah, it was definitely like a universe, like okay, God, now what? Um, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, and I had moved to New York to do the music thing because in San Francisco there's no music. There's some hip hop. Um, mm. That's all I'll say about that. But but it, it's New York though, like. No, well, I'll get what there. You mean? I'm saying there's there's some okay. hip hop in San Francisco, so I moved to oh. New York right before got the it. pandemic to to be a part of the music scene, and then everything got shut down, and I was like, uh, okay, now what? All right, you know what? Yeah. I'll uh, I'll go to school. So I went to school for audio production, and you know, been going to wow. so you know since then, and um, and it was great, wow. you know. And that's similar to my move to Austin is is to because there's no music happening in New York anymore because um, New York is not New York anymore. Um, that's weird. To R.I.P. Me. Um, but um, <laughs> you know, but it's like you know, I, I want to be around the greatest, um, uh, uh, the greatest. Uh, I want to give my career the greatest uh, chance at success that I can have. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, so yeah. that's what that's what it that's why I went to Full Sail. Okay,
0: that's what's up. So, how was your? I mean, we were both, we were both online students, but how was your personal experience uh, going to Full Sail? I loved
1: it, man. I really yeah. did. Yeah. I had, I got to say like on a spiritual level, I don't know, you know, how much people talk about this on your show, but like for me, it was, I talk about it a lot. (laughs) But I mean, for me, it was like on a, it was like on a spiritual tip. It was, I mean, for years, you know, I'm 36, you know what I mean? I told Mm -hmm. myself for years that college was for other people, that I was, Mm -hmm. I was, that I was people smart and street smart. I wasn't book smart. Like I would say that stuff and I would believe that stuff. And wow. it turns out that that was uh, bullshit because I got a three-point goddamn 9.8. You know what I mean? Like, right. And I'm coming for you, Jeremy. Um, but like, right. We all coming for you. We all coming for you. Me and Gerard, yeah. Me and Gerard are going to show up to Full Sail in person and be like, listen, Mr. Course Director, you, ch- you made bad calls, all right? Jeremy actually got an F. I heard Jeremy <laughs> smells like cheese. Jeremy is a, you know... Um, and, he, and
0: he uses loops. He didn't make those beats. Right, exactly. <laughs> like just, just, just be lying on them. Right. He, didn't, he went to splice. <laughs> right. I don't um, think he did that. That'd be
1: that'd be wild. Right. Um, Continue. But yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, uh, you know, it was it was um, life affirming. It was self affirming. On it was, you know, I realized that I was smart. You know, I realized yeah. that I was capable on another level. It was. This, this mm. analogy that gets passed around the spiritual group of mind is like the layers of the onion, right? Like the yeah. older you mm-hmm. get, the more you're in this whatever prog- project or whatever. You It's like uh, you get to know yourself on another la- layer deep and on another layer yeah. deep and on another layer yeah. deep. It was another layer of like, oh, I can do that. I am good at this. I do have a good mind for it. I am capable. Yeah. Like it's not other people. And not just that, but like. You know, the producer of my album, Gowan Matthews, was an, is, an, it is an incredible producer and an incredible, um, uh, 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 you know, mind and incredible musician, instrumentalist, like a solid, amazing dude to work with. If you're in the Bay Area, please go work with Gowan Matthews. But for wow. me, it was like it was a lot of money. You know what I mean? And not that he's overpriced. He was very real, but like comparatively, but like, you know, I was doing it all myself. You know, like I said, yeah, the GoFund, yeah. GoFundMe, Money went quick. So like to be able to produce my own stuff is so yeah. much more, there's more autonomy in my life. You know what I mean? There's yeah. more yeah. uh uh capability in my life because it's like, oh, I can do mm-hmm. this. This is this is what I can do. You know, this is it's yeah. more in my you know, wheelhouse now. Yeah. And it is, it's
0: it's it's it's, it's more um fulfilling mm-hmm. when you're like yo i so like like even if you don't tell people you'd be like i did this you know what I'm saying? and, it, and it's a lot of work oh yeah so i've been doing stuff like that for years even before school it's a lot of work because it's like with me i just had to i just had to figure it out i was like how do i do just figure it out mm-hmm. right but it's really fulfilling you know what i mean when somebody's like yo i like your stuff this is really dope and you're like yo i put a lot of work Yes. You know what I'm saying? And we as artists. Yes. We're sensitive about our stuff. Yes. So, but it's like, but when somebody says that, yo, it made me feel like this when I heard it. I love it. I put it on repeat. I do this. I do that. I tell people I this. I'll share it. I da, da. It's like, thank you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just just that. That's, that's almost like, like the base level for it. Because, of course, we want to get paid for what we sure. do. But the base level is... Yo, I appreciate what you what you've done with this, right? Or you've given me something right. I wasn't expecting, right? You know what I'm saying? Or oh, I didn't know that I needed this song, right? You know what I'm saying? We, right. you know, what I'm it's those things. Right. So it's it's really fulfilling, bro. It's will, it's really fulfilling, man. And um, man, I'm glad that you went too, cause you're you're dope, you're cool, bro. Thank you're you. You're a cool cat. You're a phenomenal man. So it's like it, and that's and and again, it went it goes back to what I was saying. We have some phenomenal people. And our class, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like dope. Just like I've heard some people, some other people stuff. I was like, uh, all right. But it's like, but I'll say it like this: majority, majority of us are really good. Yeah. In yeah. my graduating class, our graduating class right. are really good right. at what we're doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're really good. And I was just like, geez, man. My only thing is that I wish we would have talked more. As
1: a class, yeah. Well, well, here's the thing too, and I'll give you another comment, a compliment. Like you're a guy who likes. You have a spirit for connecting people. You know what I mean? It's rare. Let me finish my damn comment. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) ahead. You have a spirit for connecting people in a way Mm. that that I wouldn't have thought of. Like the way you and I got connected. And I've told you this before, but I'll say it again now on the show. But like. You know, Shout-out to Instructor Curtis. Yeah, Instructor Curtis yeah. reached out and was like, oh, P- my, my student Peter Feliciano just moved to Texas. Gerard Kenneth yeah. lives in Texas. Boop, you know, but but that could have happened and then been the end of it, right? Instead, it was like you, and then here's this idea, and then, like, you're a very, you're an enthusiastic person who likes to connect people, mm. who likes to bring, you know. So, like, as far as wanting us to talk more, that makes sense, like, as a class, right? Yeah. That you would have that spirit. Yeah. And, you know, bringing this, this idea of, like, a, 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 yeah. um, a, 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 you know, community, maybe building up the community of Full Sail graduates more. Um yeah. And maybe in some classes it doesn't make sense, but, like, building up that community more, having them talk more, and yeah. and having, you know, uh, playlists or stuff like that. Yeah. That's something that you can, br- that's, that's what I appreciate about your spirit. You're a very enthusiastic person, who, and obviously you back it up with yeah. talent, too, but, like, mm. that's... That's legit and... and um, I appreciate it. You know, because my mind is is not, you know, as, like, I, I you know, we all have our different strengths, you know, like Super Friends. Yeah, yeah. I always say, like, you know, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Patrice O'Neill original. Um, uh, God bless Patrice O'Neill. Um, the yeah. comedian, uh, the greatest comedian of all time. But, like, yeah, he, he, he made a, you know, an analogy about Super Friends and then I added this idea that, like, you wouldn't talk to, you wouldn't ask Superman to talk to fishes and you wouldn't ask Aquaman to to scale tall buildings in a single bound. We all right. have our strengths. And the job yeah. of our lives, I think, <clears throat> is to spiritually figure out what is my strength? Why did God, the universe, Yahweh, whatever you want to call it, put this put yes. this spirit in me to do X and let me right. build that up and, and whatever. And I think one of the things, besides just incredible talent, blah, 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 is your spirit to connect people. And I appreciate being around that because it makes me think oh, of like, man. oh, you know what? Yeah, we should connect. Yeah, why don't we have a, hmm, you
0: know? Yeah, so I guess it's just me just trying to figure that out and just seeing who, because, you know, i put it like this. We don't, we probably don't say it like this, but essentially, if we're in audio production, we're nerds. We like sound. We like we we're, we're creatives. No, just <laughs> he, hear me out, bro. I look, man, I've been a nerd all my life, dog. I, had I know.
2: Glasses. I heard the, I heard the so- waifu song. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: Yo, you gotta make it cool though, dog. Yeah. You gotta I make know. it cool. I know. No, my wife be like, she does not watch anime. That's that's one of the reasons why I wrote the song. I was in a had a conversation with a homeboy of mine, his name is Caleb Durham. And um, he's a producer as well. Uh, he's a actually he's like a trained jazz musician mm-hmm. uh, out of North Carolina. I always get it North Carolina, South Carolina. It's one of the Carolinas. But uh, him and I had co- had a conversation one day, and I was like, man, I wish my wife would watch anime. And we were just talking about that. And I was like, I should write a song about that. Mm-hmm. And I ended up writing a song, and ended up being in the same time it was school. So I was like, all right, bet. But. But for the most part, the reason I say that is because we don't really have that per se. We get on, we can get on blogs. We watch these videos, and shout out to Devon Terrell. Uh, he's actually an alumni. He's a, a R&B artist and a, a mix engineer as well. Mm. Phenomenal dude. The dude is cold. I wish I could talk to him one day just to just just <laughs> pick his brain about stuff. But um, we got all these different avenues, but we don't have something to where it's like a real like. Let's just meet and greet and really talk. You know what I'm saying? Because right. not every, you know what I'm saying? Like, you and I, we're artists as well. We're, we, we, we're in audio production, but we're artists too. Right. And it plays a part in our network. And that's something that I've been really trying to, like, push myself to do too. That's another reason. I was like, yo, let's just do this. How come we don't do this? And the other part with, with Full cell is, no, shout out to Full Cell. I was just like, there's been a lot of people, when, especially when I went to the tour, and it was like, so-and-so recorded here. Mm-hmm. So-and-so did this. So mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. What did they do with their classes? Let's showcase that. Like, how come we are not showcase, you know, it, is, it was just a thought. Right. I'm like, we're dope. Yeah. Why are we not? You know what I'm saying? That was all right. Right I was like, why are we not right. showing? What's so it's, but that's just that's just something, man, because it's like, it's different when you like, you can share it with somebody, you're like, oh, it's cool, guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like almost treating you like you're a kid. Hey, I can do a cartwheel. Good job, Timmy. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? But if you like, yo, you hitting somersaults mm-hmm. and you're doing gymnast stuff, and it's like, hey, and it's a whole community of us, right. or it's a whole group of us. Let's let's build a community of that in some shape form or fashion, at least within our graduating class. Mm-hmm. So I don't talk to nobody from high school. Not, like, you know what I'm saying? Not for real. Like, if we have like, um, what's the thing? The reunion. Yeah, I ain't never been the one. Right. Never been the one. Right. Don't want to go because yeah. I ain't really talked to nobody in high mm-hmm. school. But
1: College, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Especially college, especially college where it's focused on on, uh, similar stuff. You know, because if you go to a reunion, there's going to be people who are scientists and people who are janitors or whatever, which, no offense, I'm I'm not, whatever. I'm just saying, as far as passion and connection and whatever, the fact that we not only are college people, but we've also, it's a specific uh, 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 form of study and and passion, that makes a difference. Yes, yes, absolutely.
0: And we're able to relate. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we'll share stories, funny stories, our experience with artists, random people, other people that we work with, but we're able to learn things from each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And this is a form of, a, I hope I'm saying this, a camaraderie. Yeah. Right? Well, it's a form of togetherness with us, man. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get it together. Because yeah. everybody, but see, the only thing online is that everybody's busy, everybody has individual lives people work People right. don't people got kids people married people, everybody got something everybody has something going on right so it's just, just try, trying to figure it out but I don't want to keep you bro it's been about like an hour so you told us about your uh you told us about what you've been doing uh over in the Bay you told us about your background with music you told us what's been going on as far as Full sale. what you've actively been doing um just share uh, tell us about your podcast just real quick. Like, tell okay. us about your podcast. Tell us about where we can find you as well. But yeah, share, share, uh, share some stuff with us concerning your podcast. So my
1: podcast Please. is... Please. Thank you. My podcast, mm. my podcast is called Conservatish. Mm. Um, I speak with... It's been going on since uh, August of 2018. And I, okay. I speak with um, musicians, activists, writers, uh, drag queens, comedians, people from all walks of life and political background. Um, mm. And the goal is to... Well, I mean, it's shifted a little bit. In the beginning, it was mm. to humanize the often dehumanized. Um, mm-hmm. It was to, you know, so I had, a, um, you know, abuse survivors. And, I, and I've had non-political shows recently. But, like, gotcha. the last couple of years, year and a half especially, it's been ramping up and been mostly political. Um, gotcha. Just mostly because it, and, and you know, uh, I, you know, you and I have had long conversations about this. But, like, you know, yeah. where ultimately it's a show... Um, uh, not only to humanize the often dehumanized, but also to hold a safe space for free speech and messed up mm. humor, right? Gotcha. And, yep. um, you know, because my life in the Bay Area and in New York, but especially Bay Area when I started the show, was very difficult to question the narratives that are you're surrounded with, right? And so wow. I would notice that, like, okay, yeah, I like gay people, but that doesn't mean, I like, I don't like guns. Like, can't I, like, both things like why do i have to pick a side oh oh right if, if you if you you know if you <laughs> if you like biden said if you don't vote for him you're not black it's like bro like that's <laughs> that's disgusting <laughs> that's like morally repugnant but anyway um yeah so like i like to i like to humanize people in the way of showing how how um 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 Varied we are. I'm sorry. Like, so am I white then? Exactly. (laughs) Right. Oh, and that's really gonna make me wanna like, yeah. Anyway, um, but I won't get I won't get political. But I'll just say like my my experience was that you know a good good friend, a good good family member, a very close family member um, was uh, uh, is is a lesbian, and she Mm -hmm. voted for Trump in 2016 when I didn't. Okay. Right. And so it was just like, hmm. It like planted the seed in my head like. I guess people are allowed to think whatever they think and it doesn't have to, I don't have to put them in a box because of it. Right. And so I start, you know, I've gotten my, obviously my network, my, my, my following has grown because of it. My, my life has grown because of it. But I've also, one of my favorite things is to have people who don't fit quote unquote the narrative come on Mm. and and share different things. You know, I have a friend who's a a, a socialist who's, who I've had on the show. I've had a ton of black conservatives, a ton Mm. of gay conservatives um, mm. uh, uh, even a trans conservative, who's a friend of mine, wow. like I've I, I like people who don't fit in the mold, not only because I don't, but also because I I, I don't like how polarized we've become. And listen, I, I'm mm. I'm I'm not above that. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. a human, just like everybody else. Yeah, but like i have yeah. having the show to be like, okay, well, what about them? You know, oh, if you don't mm. vote for you know Joe Biden, you know as, you're not black as an example. Okay, well, what about yeah. them? What about them? What about them? And I've like popped up all these black conservatives because like, do they deserve a voice? Do they yeah. deserve to think for themselves? Do you know yeah. better than them, or do they know their own mind? Do they know their own priorities? Right. Do they know their, And yeah. so, giving a space for other people who don't fit the mold yeah. is freeing not only for them, but also for the people who are quiet, who don't, who are, who also don't fit the mold out there in the universe, yeah. right? And so yeah. um, I hold the space for that, you know? And obviously, it's it's over the top. I rant a lot. I, I joke <laughs> filthy and, and say all kinds of it's whatever. It's your show. But it's, Do whatever but you want. But it is an aspect of me that I really adore and, um, you know, and have gotten to um, brought a lot of love and, and truth into my life and um, and also gotten me better at humanizing people I disagree with, you know, and mm. seeing, seeing— And that's,
0: that's, that's interesting. I'm glad that you said that because we tend to just— with us just being people in general, we tend to dehumanize people in some shape or fashion. If you don't like this, then you're not this and you can't do this. Or... We're not going to get into that because I talked to my homeboys about this. You can't do this because you're a man. You can't do this. Mm-hmm. Or you're not supposed to do this. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, right. I'm, I'm human. Like, right. case in point, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to end it too, but case in point, my cousin, uh, a younger cousin of mine, I love him. I'm trying to get him to go to Full sale. I'm trying to get him to go into audio production too. Mm. I'm like, that's cool. You want to do all this other stuff? You, might, if, you if you're going to go to Full sale? might as well go for audio production and do all of what everybody else is doing individually. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got the artists, recording artists, music, production. We do all of that in audio production. Right. But in any case, he was talking about the the feminine, touching your feminine side, like crying, being emotional. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, it's not feminine. You're just being human. Right. And for, as far as, like, men are concerned, we, we're being looked at... Boys don't cry, we don't do this, we don't do that. But then it but those feelings and emotions come out in an aggressive manner yeah. all the time. And it's like you think that I'm like that all I'm a, nah, bro. Like I might be in a car and just just crying. Yeah. Cause I'm something bother me. Or I'm, you might not see it. My daughter might see it. My wife might see it. One of my friends might see it. But that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't make me effeminate. And that's what I was telling my cousin. I was like, this is, that doesn't make you effeminate. Right. You're not touching some feminine side. That's just in a that's a human side that we were told as men not to tap into. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I get it. We, we, you know what I'm saying? You're Puerto Rican. So I get the whole machismo thing. Yeah. Essentially, we, <laughs> right,
2: right,
0: we deal with the same thing. Right. We don't have a word for it, but we deal with the same thing. But it's like we're still, we're human. We're human. And I was sharing and, some things with my dad. And he got emotional. I was like, man, we're human. That's right. all we are.
1: Being being and and, and, and just to, to bring it back to full sale too, like graduating, mm. you and I were fucking yeah. balling, dude. Like, oh yeah, we <laughs> cried. I was trying not to
0: cry. I was like, I was like, I'm not finna cry. He was like, come on. I was like, man, don't touch me, dog. I'm like, not gonna cry. And then you
1: because cried, it's, and then it's, I was it's, like, it's beautiful. <laughs> like the 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 weight of what we did and what we accomplished yeah. hit us. Yeah. And it's okay to just be like. I did that. I did the fuck yeah. out of that. Like I, yeah, uh, like I'm proud of myself. Yeah. Like I I, I did, did it. And it's just such a, you know, I mean, you know, and that's human, like you're saying. It's, and it's natural yeah. and it's good to yeah. do that, to hold space. For that. Yeah. I, I broke down
0: right after it. It really, like it still hasn't hit me, hit me, but it hit me enough to I was like, oh shoot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really, I really did this. I, and I can honestly say outside of God, nobody actually pushed me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, people usually say, oh, so-and-so. No, bro, it was me. Right. Like, I was like, man, let me get these grades up. Let me da 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 This is something that I was passionate right. about. And shout-out to uh, pre- our president, Gary Jones, for even creating the school. Because mm-hmm. he was just like, look, man, you make essentially you're making your, your passion into a profession. Right. And can't nobody take that because people watch TV, people listen to music. Mm-hmm. And it's actually really professional. With, even with these goofy artists that we be hearing about, they're in a profession. They're dealing with professionals. They have to sign paperwork and documents and uh, 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 non-disclosure, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Forms and they have to sign paperwork. They got to get lawyers. Lo- this is professional. As much as we see it on the outside and it don't look professional, on, a, on the inside, it's actually way more professional than we think it is. People are getting sued, all these different things, but it's a profession, right? But for us, it's, it's, it's our passion We're converting to that. But yeah, man, you're, you're right, dog. We, we, we
1: boo-hooing. It hit me, yeah.
0: Yeah. It hit me right towards it.
2: I was like, oh, oh. And like if I'm,
1: <laughs> the bottom line is for me is like, and I know it sounds crazy to some aspects, like, mm. you know, but like I know people who vote differently than me who have saved yeah. my life. Yeah, man. Who have saved my life. So it's like, and people yeah. who I love. Like, does that mean that I have, you know, that I like to follow them on Facebook? Not necessarily and i don't right. mind even friends and family of mine who don't follow me because of that like i get that but like yeah. you know it it is an aspect of me and, and and um you know i've i've practiced that muscle of humanizing like you said you know and knowing when i know myself better when i know myself yes. more deeply i can i yeah. can understand why someone might vote something different it's not like yeah. they must hate america or they must be a snowflake or they must or they must be racist it's like bro calm down like sometimes yeah. that's true but most of the yeah, almost yeah. all the time my what I've loved about my show is e- having even die hard liberals on my show like mm. is that when you get them off of social media most people are, are reasonable most people yeah. they mean well yeah they they have love mm-hmm. in their life they they care yeah. they they have you know uh, uh, you know they're good people in these you know yeah. so they're um, human they're human and yeah. that's and that's what conservatish is all about and so yeah I had that show and I do it mostly weekly um, okay. And I've had some big, big names on it. And, you know, I'm growing and, you know, I've got 1,210, I think, uh, subscribers on YouTube. Uh, I am mm, heavily shadow banned. <laughs> but, but, for um, real? Yeah, I'm very shadow. Uh, but that's, yeah, it's because I'm Puerto Rican. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, I, <laughs> but, like, I, uh, but that's okay, you know, because regardless, I am earning every single one of the fans that I get. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and it's more valuable to me. And I'm not gonna stop anyway, because I believe my message, regardless of my over-the-top joking and my filthy bad ideas and my this and my that, my message is more important than the consequences. It's almost like that dude told me back, my mentor told me back in the day, can you stop creating?
0: No. Yeah.
1: So if God put that yeah. in you, if God put that desire for me to hold space for filthy opinions and ideas and jokes and, and, and humanizing people, if God put mm-hmm. that spirit in me, I'm not going yeah. to stop. I'm just not. Right. So, yeah. regardless of the shadow banning, regardless of people going, you know, somebody—never ad- mind—I'm not gonna. But somebody added me to a list on on Twitter that was really off- a super offensive name. I'll share it later. But like,
0: okay, you know, people have,
1: <clears throat> uh, you know, people have a couple of maybe two white people have called me Nazi. You know,
2: <laughs> Nazi. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so like, it happens, mm. right? But all i'm saying is yeah. regardless of the consequences nice. i'm gonna i know that i know that i'm doing what i need to do i know that i'm doing what i'm yeah. supposed to do and that mm-hmm. includes the music that includes the producing that includes the network yeah. that includes the love and um it's all uh it's all good so
0: yeah man peter that's good stuff bro thank you sir. i'm surprised the camera didn't drop yet but peter thank you guys thank you for watching this is woo, this is nice yeah, I don't use great. This, this is fun. So, <laughs> oh, the camera. No, but for real, man. I, no, I was looking. No, I'm looking at. It, I'm like, man, this is good.
2: It is a good but, camera. Uh, shout out, mine is Shout out to, to my better. wife.
0: Yeah, shout no, out to she her. she bought it. It's it's actually um, a Sony A. What is it? four hundred or something like that. Really, okay. it's cheap. It's old, bro, but it it does the job. You can buy, find it like cheap somewhere right now. Okay, we'll buy like, Text me, maybe, like, text me 100.
1: the yeah, text me the whatever because I I, I'll I, take I, look I do
0: want a legit. But, yeah, man, uh, guys, thank you for checking out the podcast. It's supposed to be a different podcast. Um, I don't even know what to call this podcast. I guess, well, we we'll still call it, it's, it's still part of the theme of college life. So, uh, College Life Part 2 featuring Peter Feliciano. Um, thank you guys for checking this out. Uh, if you're watching it on YouTube or um, I should be able to upload this on IG. We'll find out. IG is being weird. But as far as you guys listening to it, uh, as far as the podcast on Spotify or Apple, or wherever you're listening to it from, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Peter, thank you, bro, for coming in, sharing your thoughts, sharing your stories. Amen. No homo, bro. I love you, man. I love love you, you, too. You're my brother. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? You're just not just a classmate. You're my homeboy. This is official. Yeah. You're not. You're not. You're not uh, an associate. You. Are, <laughs> you are my
1: friend. I get the <laughs> discount. No, I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, dog. Nah. No, no, For no what? Well,
1: yeah. No, we'll, but, uh, we'll do stuff together. We'll both. We'll both be investing our our time and our talent. And it'll be. Yeah. A, yeah. Be and great. please
0: check out this man's stuff. This dude is phenomenal. Thank you, girl. sir. He is phenomenal. But yeah, guys, thank you so much. I'm out. Peace and God bless. Deuce.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh. The simplest beats. The tiredest rhymes that shitty gold chain and that childish whine i think you know what the problem is baby you got haters because you're not a very good rapper baby you got haters It ain't because of your shine Analogies can't hide the fact Your rap is only lowering the bar And you don't care at all And that's why you've got haters The lack of respect Of originality Oh, and the lack of talent With piles and piles and piles of money I think you know what the problem is Baby you got haters Cause you're not a very good rapper Baby you got haters And it ain't because of your shine Analogies can't hide the fact Your rap is only lowering I don't care what VH1 has to say, and I certainly don't give a fuck what Vox has to say. Wrong. There's always a chance that everybody around you is jealous, but I think you know what you're about. You're just scared the audience can smell it. Give a shit about the fact your rap is-